0: All right, bucking over episode 23, daily overs at 8, 12, and 2, season win total still at 9 out of 65. We got a doubleheader today, Pirates, Tigers, Game 1, Dylan Peters and Michael Pineda, Game 2, Jose Quintana, Alex Fado, this Peters-Wilson connection's working. Uh, Unfortunately, Game 1 had errors, errors, and more errors. Quintana could be juicy trade bait. If he's pitching the way he's pitching all year. Vogelback comes in and saves the day in game two. What do you think constitutes a sweep? We'll get into that and a lot more this episode of The Bucket Over. star wars day may the fourth be with you and all of that good stuff the twin sons of tatooine double header two sons two games double the fun double the header double bubble all that good stuff game one pitchers are working dylan peters bryce wilson connection that i like that it's going well it's going real well for the pirates um Unfortunately, well, let's get into the game. Top of the fifth, Ben Gamble, who's swinging a real hot bat. I mean, not only in the box score, but when he's getting outs, he's lining them out hard to outfielders or infielders. He's putting good bat, good wood to ball, wood to bat, whatever. Um, Cole Tucker had a nice hit. Um, and then top of the fifth, Gamble tripled and scored Cole Tucker and Andrew Knapp. Made it 2 0. So you're going, okay, the way the pitchers are going, this game, could we could have a win. Unfortunately, bottom of the fifth, we had three errors. Uh, Grossman, fly scored Candelario, and then a fielding error, a rare fielding error. I mean, the ball was right in his glove, and it just shot over him. Um, that scored Castro and Akil Badu and made it 3-2. So that was the whole game. There was three runs and zero earned runs. Pirates lost 3-2. to um, although, when you're watching the game, and what's great about baseball in general, is it's the ninth inning or the eighth inning, and you're just like, if this guy can run into one, tie a game. You never know. That's what makes watching baseball so fun. You know, Perez is up, and you're like, he can hit the ball. He can hit it hard. You know, Vogelback comes up, he can hit it hard. You just need one. You need one guy to run into one, or you need to get the train moving. Runners in scoring position has been an issue for the Pirates this year. But... You just, I feel like they have they don't have that kill shot in them. And we'll get into a little bit more of this in game two. But I feel like they don't have, they hit runners on and they score a couple runs. And it's happened against the Padres first inning. They have a couple people on and they just don't have that kill shot. That we're going to score four or five runs this inning and really put you out of it. They get a couple runs, sure, but it's, it still leaves the other team in the game. Let's see here. Game 1, I just want to check and see. 1 for 4, game 1, runners in scoring position. Game 2, 1 for 11, runners in scoring position. So, the ability to just drive in runs has escaping these pirates so far, and I think it's hurting them. But they lose game 1, three to 3-2, on these three errors and three unearned runs. So a bad way to lose a game. Should have won this game. But they're 9-14. And And if I'm being honest, went out to lunch with the wife and kids today. Had to go pick up a golf club that I lost on a golf course. Got home. Forgot about the over. Forgot to look and see what the over was. So I check it. It's like the fourth inning. The over-under is 4.5. So I'm like, I'm taking taking over 4.5. And that cashed. So, while it's not the... Pre game over, I'm gonna count it, because it's my podcast. I'm counting it as a win for me. 9, 12 and two on the season. Then I get ready, I drive to work, get to work, turn on game two. Game two. Of course, was Jose Quintana show. He's pitching great. I mean, he's gonna be some real, real juicy trade bait come July if he's keeping this up. I would I would love to see it. And I'm happy for him, you know. Five innings pitched. Well, we'll get into the game. Top of the third, Reynolds. Double play. Grounds into a double play. It scores Marisnik, though. one nothing. Which Marisnik, by the way, kind of a sneaky good pickup. His defense is elite, and he gets on base occasionally. Like, what a solid t- bottom third, awesome elite defender they picked up. Top of the fourth, Perez hits a home run. Solo shot, though. And that's the one you want him to run into in the first game, but that makes it 2-0. Bottom of the fifth, House singles to score Candelario makes it 2-1, and then Grossman doubles, scoring Derek Hill 2-2. And with that, of course, they couldn't hold the lead for Urquantana, couldn't hold the lead, and they couldn't get a run for him the next half inning, so 24 straight games, no starter has recorded a win. Pirates are setting records, non-stop top of the 7th. Ben Gamble, again. He's on 3rd. Reynolds is on 2nd. Had a double. Wild pitch by Will Vest. That scores Gamble. Makes it 3-2. Breaks the tie. Then Vogelback comes up. Sacrifice fly. Scores Reynolds. 4-2. They left the man on 1st. So, the over-under for this game was 8. I did get in on this game. And I'm watching it at work, and that's going along. Six runs. I go, you know, if you start kind of dealing with yourself. You're like, hey, if, the, if the Brewers score a run, or if the Pirates can score an insurance run, the Brewers score a run, that'll push. And maybe if you get one sneaky run somewhere else. Top of the ninth was awesome. Ben Gamble singles. It scored Marisnik, Made it 5-2. Then Vogel back comes up. Home run. Bomb. Absol- like, no doubt. Like, he hit it, and he just start strutting. His fourth home run in the year, it scored Ben Gamble 7-2. That's the bucket over. A legitimate bucket over. I won't asterisk this one. Pirates win 7-2, 10-14 on the season. Overs 10-12-2 and 2 on the year. That's what I'm talking about. Vogelbacks home run, these kill shots. You have people on base, and you need to drive them in. One for 11 and with runners in scoring position is not going to get it done. And they score, still scored seven runs with a one in 11 runners in scoring position uh, stat line. So, I mean, imagine if they went, you know, even four for 11. I mean, how, how out of hand would this game be? Pirates outhit the Tigers in both games. Those unearned runs killed them in the first game. Should have won that game. But it is what it is. That's baseball. Sometimes you'll have days like that. Sometimes you'll have games like that. It's not the whole season. It's one game. Yeah, you, you say, "Oh shucks, that's dumb. You know, that sucked." And you move on to the next game, and they did, and they won seven to two, and they came back, and that's it was nice. It was good to see they split the Sears with the Tigers. On to the next uh, series against Cincinnati. Ben Gamble swinging a hot bat. He is. Like I said in the beginning, he's hitting everything hard. He's hitting everything when it's finding gaps. It's extra bases, triples, doubles. Reynolds is starting to come around. He is. He had a nice double today. And he's starting. You know, it's not going to happen all at once. I, you know, I, I hopefully against this this weekend against Cincinnati, we'd like to see him have a four for five day, a three for four day, couple walks, and just really get out of it. Um, Vogelback is as advertised. He's power. He runs into home runs, he takes a lot of pitches, he's got a great eye. He's patient, sometimes it works against him, but you'll trade those for the home runs that he hits. Um, like I said, they outhit hit the Tigers both games. As far as Cole Tucker, had a nice hit. He's going to be in the lineup until June, so get used to it. You know, the Twitter mob will show you him striking out and spinning into the dirt, swinging out of his shoes. That's not going to help his case. But O'Neill Cruz is batting in the 180s, I think. 189, 190-something in Triple A. So until June rolls around, Tucker's going to be in the lineup. They're not calling anybody up. He's going to sink or swim with Tucker this year. So get used to it. When he gets a hit, though, I mean, he had a single, and he's all smiles. And it's fun to watch. He's so fun to watch. He just needs to figure out how to do it more consistently. Quintana... His stat line for the day, five innings pitched, four hits, two earned runs, three strikeouts. He's 3 3 ERA. Thompson got the win, though, so a starter did get a win. He just wasn't the starter of the day. They brought in Zach Thompson. All of the bullpen p- pitched well. You know, Wilson and Crow, game one. Dylan Peters opened. Wilson came in, and then Crow shut it down in the last inning, game win. Uh, Zach Thompson came in the sixth. Then you have Stratton Bednar finished the last two games or two innings to get the save. Game two, everyone pitched well in the bullpen, so it was a solid game all around. Those three errors, of course, are going to kill you. But Quintana, if he keeps pitching like this, come July and he's still sporting three thirties, three twenties, two nineties ERA, like I'd like to see Ben Sherrington get some good prospects for him, you know pirates you know pirates twitter will hate it and they'll say i can't believe they're great that's what happens to all the players they just trade away the players but you have to understand that's what some of these players these veterans are for their reclamation projects they had an off year a bad year you hope they find something enough that you can get a couple more pieces when you trade them away you're not building around quintana for the future i don't think you're not building around Josh Van Meter for the future, I think. You know, these are players that you want them to have a good half of baseball and you maybe get a relief pitcher or something out of them that you can use down the line. And it's just wheeling and dealing, wheeling and dealing. Game one should have been a win. Should have been a sweep. I see people talk about sweeps. And this is this is something I want I want to get your opinion on. If you're watching on YouTube, let me know in the comments this is an audio podcast, you know, hit me up on Twitter at Buckingover. What do you think constitutes a sweep? Does it have to be three games? As two games a sweep? As long as you beat them both times, that's a sweep. I go back and forth. I think a sweep, I think it has to be three games. That's personal opinion. I'd like to know what you think. I've seen people say, oh, it's a sweep. If it's two games, it's a sweep. If it's three games, but I want to know, let me know Get a hold of me. I'd like to see what people think. Kind of going around the league, getting away from the Pirates for a moment, uh, Nick Castellanos had a baby. So what do you do when a player has a baby? Here's a little. What do you do when a player has a baby? You bet they hit a home run. And what did Nick Castellanos do? Hit a home run. Except that home run was a fan reaching over and grabbing a home run. So, they went to the review, they looked at the tape, fan interference, he reached over and brought the ball in. I know it gets exciting at a ballpark, and I understand you want to catch a ball, but if you are in the front row in the outfield, you have a responsibility to not reach over and grab balls. Don't be that nerd that wants to take a souvenir home. Let the ball come to you. Don't reach. Ruined my bet. So I have a personal vendetta against that guy. Whoever his name is. Probably Carl or something. Just be cool about it. Don't, you know, don't, it's, it's a baseball. I know it's exciting to try to catch one, and you probably never had a chance before, but that's what foul balls are for. Looking at bad teams doing good, Orioles won today 9-4 to against the Twins, so we'll look for them to win tomorrow, two in a row against the Twins and this is kind of a gray area. Diamondbacks 13 and 13, Marlins 12 and 12. The Diamondbacks won 8 to 7, so do I consider them a bad team? I don't know. But they won today, so we'll, you know, we'll look into them. We'll look into them. For the Pirates, off day tomorrow, next series against the Reds. They're 3 and 20. They're losing today. Let's check the score real quick because there it's you know it's been updated ooh, ooh, ooh. Reds 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 the Reds lost today 18 to 4 so they're three and 21 on the season. they got one more game against the Brewers and then the Pirates come to town so they don't even have an off day to like get home Pirates I'm gonna say guaranteed to win on Friday not only because the Reds are terrible. They're coming off this series against the Brewers. They're not even having an off day to travel. But because when the Pirates win, they'll have 11 wins and 14 losses. 11-14 is my birthday. And I like stuff like that. And I think the Pirates are going to win. I'm going to lay a lot of money on the Pirates to win. Is it stupid? Probably. Will it work? Definitely. Pirates guaranteed to win on Friday. Look forward to that. Pirates don't take... They should take three out of four... Against these Reds. These Reds, everyone's worried about them figuring it out. They're not good. They're not. 18-4 to against the Brewers? I mean, they're just not. What's their run differential? I mean, you could look at the Pirates' run differential and say, oh, they're bad. But we all knew that one game was pretty much it. All right, so the Pirates' run differential is minus 37. Of course, a lot of that is credited to the 21 nothing loss. The Cincinnati Reds run differential is minus 82. 82 run differential, and we're 24 games into the season. You know how insane that is. What's the next closest? Kansas City Royals, 39, minus 39. That's the next closest. And then the Pirates at minus 37. But like I said, that 21 to nothing game will skew it a little bit. 82. It's not good. It's terrible. So if the Pirates don't win... I mean... I know. I'm going to regret saying this. Pirates winning going 2-2 against the Reds... would be considered to me... a bad series. They should sweep them. Every team should sweep this Reds team. They're not good. Reds are going to figure it out. They'll win some games... You know, they're on pace for like 139 losses or something. That's not going to happen. Every team wins 40. Every team loses 40. But, man, you got to think 3-1, and one, right? You got to think 3-1. and one. Current uh, pitchers scheduled for Friday's game, JT Brubaker versus Connor Overton. For those not familiar with Connor Overton, he's only got one game under his belt, five and a third innings pitch, three K's, oh, though right. 160-90RA. So he did pitch decent. No decision in his in his pitcher debut. Oh, I know everyone's nervous. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. The Reds are garbage. They're a garbage team. I can't wait for the Pirates to win this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. I hope I'm jinxing them. <laughs> Alright, no baseball tomorrow. Doctor Strange is opening in theaters. I'm going to the movies tomorrow. I'm excited. Um, oh, hey, one other update. Uh, outside of baseball, Penguins hockey, since this is a Pirates, Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. Go, uh, go Pens. I stayed up and watched the three overtime game. Uh, I'll probably miss most of the end of the game because I'm going to see that Doctor Strange movie. Uh, but on Friday, I mean, the bucking over, the Pirates winning. I'm looking forward to all of that. Couldn't come in a better time. Pirates go 11-14. You know, if they sweep the Reds, they're 14-14. and All right, enough rambling. We'll get to Friday. We'll see you guys there. Thanks for listening to the Bucking Over. Enjoying the Bucking Over content? Be sure to follow me over at Twitter, at Bucking Over. TikTok, at The Buckin' Over, and on YouTube, The Buckin' Over. Follow along with your buckos all year long.